Blog Talk Radio. Right on your head, 
After the procedure, just stick your head in a bucket of ice water to cool the burning, and just like that, no more gray hairs. You might have bald spots and burns where the gray used to be, but that's a whole different problem. Gray Be Gone will solve your gray hair problem once and for all. Gray Be Gone. Get yours today and make that gray go away. All right, welcome back to the John Party. I'm one of your hosts, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. Good wine. Bonsoir, darling. Oh, boy. Well, let's jump into it. Uh, I'm going to jump in first with this hot topic about uh, the Michigan situation where the dam broke. Um, they, they say it's a hydroelectric dam that failed to hold back the floodwaters this week in Michigan. Uh, now it's the target of a lengthy investigation by the feds who have revoked the facility's license for safety violations two years before the flood that uh, forced 10,000 people to evacuate their homes. Now explain that. If the license was revoked two years ago, how is this place still handling the dam, which would explain why it failed if they had already you know, lost their license? two years ago over safety violations. This is crazy. So it says that their uh, history of safety violations goes back 14 years where this company was authorized to run this dam. It's the Edenville Dam, and this dam is almost 100 years old, according to the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission, which said that they repeatedly raised concerns about the dam's ability to prevent flooding when there's extreme conditions, like what happened with all this rain, the, the dam just couldn't hold it. Now, the dam sits on the tobacco and the, I don't know if I'm saying this right, the Titabawasi Rivers, which is about 140 miles north of Detroit. And it, it was among several barriers that were over, overtaken Tuesday by the floodwaters. Now, the governor, Gretchen Whitmer, warned that Dow Chemicals, hometown of Midland could end up nine feet underwater So, because Dow Chemicals is up there. And that was another concern about whether any of the chemicals contained within their company was going to run into the water, you know, because once you have floods, you can't, like, stop the water from going into a building. But, of course, Dow says, no, there's no danger of that. I'm not buying it. But that's what they said. So, I mean, the, the 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 crux of the story is that there were violations, safety violations, that had not been addressed from at least two years ago. Now you've got the dam that is broken. 10,000 people have lost their homes. People, I mean, everybody's scrambling, and this is on top of coronavirus going on. I mean, Michigan just can't catch a break. So... You know, now they're talking about looking at possible legal actions against uh, the people who are supposed to be handling this dam. So I'm like, wow, damn. What 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 part of uh, Michigan is this? This is in. Well, see, the dam is called Edenville. I'm trying to mm-hmm. see exactly what city. It sits, they said what rivers it's on. It's 140 miles north of Detroit. I'm still not seeing a specific city yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, here it is. That one isn't, 
Uh-huh. Well, it says what county. Still didn't tell me what city. It says it's in Michigan's Gladwin and Midland counties. Mm-hmm. I wonder how far is that from um, Flint? Because, you know, they had that water issue how long ago? About four or five years ago, right? Yeah, and they still have problems with uh, lead in the water. Right. Now they got this on top of that. I mean, what is going on? I I just think that they're trying to get rid of Flint, Michigan, uh, just Michigan, period. And it's, it's, it would it's going seem to that way. Evolve to something else. Yeah, I think it's going to evolve to almost like uh, gentrification here in Washington D.C. You know, um, they're going to do something. It's just crazy. Yeah, it's it really crazy. makes you wonder. You know, like what is the problem that they can't seem to get this together? You know, like right. you said, first it was the lead. Now they've had having this problem. And if this company was told back in 2018 that they needed to get it mm-hmm. together and their license was revoked, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. The company is called Boyce Hydro. Now, if mm-hmm. Boyce Hydro's license was revoked in 2018, how are they still handling uh, the dam? I'm, I'm really confused by that. It just seems like who, who's who's running things. <laughs> uh, nobody's on the on the wheel. Crazy. It does make you wonder. I mean, obviously the dam isn't going anywhere, but if Boyce mm-hmm. Hydro had the license or the the contract or whatever it is to handle it, you know, handle the maintenance and the upkeep, et cetera, and if they're right. doing a piss poor job then mm-hmm. I don't see why they won't have to face legal action. you got 10,000 people now who have lost their homes. Right. That's crazy. It yeah, doesn't make not, any sense to me. Yeah, it better not right. be a slap on the wrist. Yeah. Uh, well, if you're in somebody's pocket, I mean, you know, it, that's what seems to happen. What, what do you think about this issue, Papa? What do you think is going on? Papa, what do you think about this situation? Well, you know, it's just like the U.S. Uh, Army U.S. Army Corps of Engineers did in in uh, New Orleans when they built the levee that was not even high enough to maintain water. You know, you mm-hmm. got you got to sue these companies. Mm-hmm. You got to sue these companies. You got to go on hard. Yeah. You know, because yeah, once the be- dam breaks, once a dam breaks or a jetty violates. You got water coming from everywhere, which is bringing a whole new aspect of floods in there, and you know stuff is just moved around underneath, and you know it's just can't even imagine it. Even where you live affects it differently because you're you're never gonna have your your original basement again because that floated somewhere off with another house, and you know it's just a mess. I did see on the news there was a house that was floating down the down the street. It floated wow. right off of its foundation. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yep. You, you wonder who's, like I said, running things. And I think a lot of these um, cities and stuff, these small towns, their system is not updated. You know, you might yeah. update a system, I don't know, every 10, 15 years or 20 years or something. They probably haven't been updated since probably they existed. It's just crazy. They said that dam yeah. was over um, was almost a hundred years old. The dam cool. itself. I mean, that's crazy. You know, you would think. You know, that's that's why 
our, our president, President Obama, he talked about infrastructure a whole lot and how much money that we needed to put in um, to infrastructure. And it's just, you know, people think yeah. it's a joke or think it's, it, it doesn't need to be done. I mean, you should, you should see all the um, the um, bridges and, and things in, in D.C. area that they're repairing. You know, it's around these historical sites, like around um, the Monument, um, Lincoln Memorial, those different bridges. They are finally working on them. But, well, it's uh, about time. Because some of them, you yeah. know, they were literally falling on cars when you drove under them. Yeah, yeah. Yep. All right. So we'll see. It's going to be interesting to follow this story, though, see what they're going to do. Yeah, we're going to see what happens. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to move over to you, Papa Didi. What's 45? Well, what's one of the things 45 is up to this week? Um, well, first of all, you know, Trump, uh, Go ahead, break know. it down. Trump talks so much stuff. I, you don't even know what to believe no more. And he claimed he's taking this drug. I wouldn't believe him taking this drug if he's... If, the only way I believe that he's taking that drug is if he stuck his tongue out and put the damn pill on it and the pill dissolved while the camera's still on it. Other than that, I think he just says <laughs> what he wants to say, how he wants to say it, to get people interested and act like he's so tough. You know, he has constituents that he had to maintain through to November and um, provided there's nothing to hold up that election. As far as uh, different things that could stop an election, you know, weather-related or just time frame-related, he's, he's hoping for all that, for one. He's already making excuses where he thinks that uh, Democrats have some type of uh, voter fraud, mail-in fraud. He's the boy knows his term is over, and he can't believe the four years went by so fast. But you didn't accomplish nothing. All you did was fire a bunch of people. You fired more motherfuckers than you hired. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out, you know, so right now he's in a situation where, uh, you know, man, it's a mess. It's a mess. If they put him back in office, it's, it's going to be a mess. But Trump said that uh, Monday that he is taking the controversial drug, uh, Hydrocycline, hydro. What's it called? Hydro, hydrochloric. Yeah, hydrochloroquine. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a uh, anti. Uh, what do they call that? Malaria, malaria drug. Oh yeah. That the Food and Drug Administration has warned against uh, widespread use, uh, along with Xanax and preventive measures against. The uh, Corona thing, you know, uh, I get a lot of tremendous. He said I, I get a lot of tremendous uh, positive news on the hydro, and I say, uh, hey, you know, the expressions I've used. Uh, what do you have to lose, uh, Mr. Trump? Said we have to lose. What the hell? What the hell? You know, you know, he talks. What do you have a to hot lose? Mess. Mr. Trump said he had been taking a pill every day for about a week, about a week and a half, and I'm still here. Well, you know, I, I don't believe you're taking the pill. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not buying that shit. Yeah, I'm not I buying agree. It. <laughs> I ain't buying that. Mm-hmm. And if you think people are going to just believe him on sight, how do you believe somebody that's just a big liar with everything else? And now we're supposed yeah, to take mm-hmm. I mean, he just... Yeah, I'm not buying it. 
But but see, my thing is he has. I believe he has something to gain because the more he talks, the more money he probably makes. Now he mentioned, um, I think last month about this other drug that had to do with um, people that had lupus and different things like that. I forgot the name of the drug, Madero, Moderna, and you have to look at those stocks. They're fluctuating. They're like almost seventy-eight, almost eighty dollars a share. So I'm quite sure that's going to fluctuate if this drug that he claimed that he's taken is on the market or the company is on the market. Um, trust and believe he's making, he's, he's making some money out of that. So he's always conniving and doing whatever he needs to do to make his cash. He's almost like a pimp, boy. It's like, wow. I would not do be what he got to do. Yep, yep. But uh, I have to say, his, his wife, I haven't seen her lately. She's been missing in action. She's probably saying with crazy ass. No, I think oh, she took that quarantine serious. She said, <laughs> we're in quarantine. You will not see me until quarantine is lifted. I know that's right. Mm-mm-mm. Haven't seen her, the boy, nobody. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. She is protecting that child. That's her meal ticket. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, this little baron huh? is not going to get sick. Mhm. Yeah. All right. Well, one more forty-five story. Did Did you finish that one, Papa? Yeah, pretty much. It got pretty redundant at oh, the back end. Oh. Talking about the, oh, uh, you know, I took it. I took it. My symptoms are fine, and yada yada yada. He's full of crap. Yeah. He took yeah. it. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> All right, let's see what he's doing now. It, uh, this judge allows um, fraud suit against Trump, family, and company to, to proceed. A federal judge on Monday allowed a federal lawsuit accusing the 45, his three eldest children, and his company of collaborating with a fraudulent marketing scheme to prey on investors to proceed. The lawsuit was originally filed in um, October 2018. An amendment a few months later alleges that in exchange for quote-unquote secret payment, Trump and three of his adult children used his former reality TV show, The Celebrity Apprentice, and other promotional events as vehicles to boost ACN opportunity. It's a telecommunications marketing company linked to a nonprofit that used Trump's brand to appeal to teens. Oh, wow. Isn't that crazy? That doesn't surprise me. He's a pimp. So Mm -hmm. the lawsuit also accuses the Trumps of having profited off the poor and vulnerable as people looking to enrich themselves by systematically defrauding economically marginalized people looking to invest in their education, start their own small businesses, and pursue the American dream. Of course, everybody wants the American dream. Right, right. Yep. So, um... It's going to be interesting to see, you know, what happens out of this. Mm. Uh, it, it does go on to say four anonymous plaintiffs brought the suit, including what court papers described as a hospice caregiver, a self-employed man who was um, once homeless, and a food delivery driver. Hmm. They said the Trumps deliberately misled consumers about the likely success of their investments, this, this suit claims. So it's going to be interesting to see 
if they get anything out of it. They might, who knows? They might, oh, we shall see. Interesting. Like you said, doesn't surprise me. Pimp Daddy, he's he doing something else. I, I have no words. <laughs> uh, uh, but now, as Papa, he he, he gonna he gonna uh, tear a brand new hole in a problem. Uh uh. He said he's just warming up. <clears throat> okay. Okay. We're gonna take a CC break. Oh, okay. All right, we're gonna take a quick CC. I got me saying CC. We'll take a quick break, and then we're coming right back with the Hit It and Quit It headlines on the Pajama Party Show. I am Kettle from the original Pajama Party. If you haven't heard Pajama Party Show, you've missed out. We've got hot topic, Hit It and Quit It headlines, what's popping with Papa Didi, our weird news. I'm just saying with red wine, living for the city with Papa Didi, my Hollywood wrap-up, of course, the cocktail of the week, and, uh... The world famous kitchen list. And of course, you can't forget the last word. We serve it up each week on the Pajama Party Show, and nobody does it like us. You can call us each week live on Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 914 803 4306, or listen live at com. You can also follow us on Twitter at Avajama Party. Welcome back to the John Prayer Money Host Papa Didi. I'm back here with a kettle. Hello. And red wine. I'm swat, darling. I thought you forgot. You forgot who we were. <laughs> oh boy. He's, he's in another country somewhere. I'm just stepping uh-huh. into the weekend. I understand. I ain't had no brown liquor all week. Uh oh. So. Time for that. Watch out now. <laughs> Mm. Gonna wind him up, huh? Mm. All right. Well, our first hit, our first hit and quit it. Uh, our first hit and quit it uh, headline: NFL players are suing United Airlines over alleged sexual harassment on the flight. Uh-oh. Now, these are uh, big, strong, manly men being uh, sexually harassed by some women on the uh, on on the plane. It wasn't me. It wasn't a chartered <laughs> flight. It was a commercial flight, and. Uh, these ladies, you know, they obviously uh, saw these big football players, and the one girl lost her mind. You know, she she all of a sudden became horny as a fish and didn't know what to do. But the, as the steward reads, the NFL players claim uh, in a lawsuit filed against United Airlines that flight staff ignored numerous complaints as uh, he and other men were uh, sexually harassed and harassment by a female passenger on a February red-eye flight. Red eye means, you know, middle of the night, get there first thing in the morning thing. So in a lawsuit filed uh, Monday in Los Angeles County Superior Court by the identified players and another man, <clears throat> he accuses United Airlines of failing to uh, have or enforce policies and procedures that protect passengers against assaults. All right? Despite uh, multiple complaints by the men, the lawsuit claims that women were moved after uh she allegedly continued her groping and uh, ripping a mask off the athlete's face. 
Yeah, she was she was off the chain. The lawsuit alleged that uh, during a flight from Los Angeles to Newark, New Jersey, they called in the, the uh, plaintiffs uh, John Doe One, who was a football player, and um, John Doe Two, shared a row with their uh, assault assailant, whom the two men believed uh, to be intoxicated. All right, the two men alleged the women initially began harassing the football players about the fact that he was wearing a face mask due to concerns about increasing reports of uh, dangers of uh, the coronavirus, and she didn't have a mask on, so she was saying, take your mask off, let me see what you look like, and all this jazz. You know, she was just getting her, she was smelling herself for a minute there. So the woman allegedly began uh, making sexual advances toward and groping the NFL players, who repeatedly asked her to stop, according to the lawsuit. The two men made uh, the two men made three separate complaints to flight staff about the woman's behavior during the time, according to the suit. All right, the first two complaints were allegedly ignored, and the third produced a verbal warning to the passenger. Okay, the woman later groped the, NFL, uh, the, the woman later grabbed the NFL player's gentles and uh, uh-uh. pulled the mask off his face. In a lawsuit saying, uh, pull it out. She kept saying, pull it out, pull it out. Damn, she was off the chain. She was tripping. She was, not only, was, was she but drunk? Not like, she was drunk. She had to be drunk. Yeah, but she oh. had to be horny as fuck to initiate all that shit. Sometimes yeah. booze ain't an excuse for how you really feel. It just gives you the freedom to do it. NFL players left his seat to uh, complain to flight staff, at which uh, point the woman allegedly Groped the other man, according to the lawsuit at oh this time. Gosh. Flight staff moved the lady to a different seat. Now, uh, United Airlines gave both men a $150 voucher, the lawsuit said, but uh, the men didn't accept they didn't. They, no, they didn't accept it. They said they were, they're, going, they're going to take them to court. So, well, see, oh, a lot of people think sometimes that when women are back there doing that to men, that the men are liking it, I guess. And they ignore yeah, it. They think yeah. they just want to, you know, but, but sometimes... Uh, no, that's not like that. Man, yeah. probably was a skeezer yeah. anyway. That's like mm-hmm. And see, it shouldn't have mm-hmm. taken three times to tell the flight staff that this person is bothering me before they finally moved her. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. to me, if that, put it this way, if that had been a woman saying this man is touching my oh, yeah. leg and doing this and that, they probably would have gotten the air marshal to oh, come and been. jack him up. And they would have moved him. That's a long flight from the West Coast back mm. to the East Coast. Mm. Anybody mm. got time to be dealing with? Anyway, okay, hit him and quit him before I get fired. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> oh, <sighs> all right, all right. Uh, Over to you, Cal. Uh, what you got? Volkswagen is acting the fool again. Here we go. But Papa says they're gonna do what they're gonna do. Volkswagen apologized for racist ad. Um, for posting a racist video promoting its new Golf 8 on the company's official Instagram page. The video clip has been withdrawn, but not before it was reposted, of course, on the social media. It showed an over an, was an outsized white hand pushing a black man away from a parked VW Golf before flicking him into a restaurant called Petite Colon. That translates from French as little colonist or a little settler. Um, so Volkswagen goes on to say, I don't understand. We posted a racist advertising video on um, on uh, the VW Instagram channel. 
um, the VW's brand's head of sales and marketing, uh, Stack, Mr. Stackman. Uh, we understand the public outrage at this because we're horrified. Yeah, right. So on behalf of Volkswagen, they apologize. Um, well, I mean, it's unfortunate, but this company was founded in '37 um, under the Nazi regime. That I didn't know. And they huh. used slave labor for concentration camps to build these vehicles in the early years. I didn't know. Um, they're one of the largest automakers, um, <clears throat> delivering near, near, nearly 11 million vehicles. And they go under the um, VW symbol, Audi, um, and some Porsche brands. So that's wild. Didn't know that either. I mean, yeah, it's it's nothing new because they had another commercial in uh, 2017, um, a commercial equating women to used cars, angered consumers in China and forcing apology from Audi. I'm like, when is enough is enough? I mean, so they just do what they do and then apologize when yep. somebody says, "Hey, what what are you doing?" My thing is, if the company was built on this. The people are still there, you know. It, even if, you know, the actual person's not there, the the child or the daughter, or the son or granddaughter, somebody's still there, and they probably still have or those, those same ideals are still there. Yeah, and I say it. So, well, don't buy no Porsche, okay. no Audi, or no VW. Well, Volkswagen just got busted for that, uh, you know, for that whole um, emissions thing not long ago. They were sued right, a bunch right. of money on that, and and also yeah. when you have an advertisement, advertisement has to be green light. Somebody got to prove that stuff. So for people to throw their yeah. hands up saying, "I apologize, we don't know," that's bullshit. What do you mean you don't know? When you approved it, yeah, you know you thought it was right. funny at the time, but you ignorant ass. And then when somebody bring to your attention the fact that it's not right, now you act like you're seeing it from a different light. You're gonna give words. Mm-hmm. We're we're very we're yeah, very. We didn't uh, mean anything know. by it. But it's just yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you said it, was a giant, yeah. said it was a giant white hand plucking yeah. a, a black person or a black, what was it, a black, black person? Man. A black man. It showed an outsized white hand pushing a black man away from a parked VW Golf before flicking him into a restaurant called the Petite Colon. So I'm not sure if it's the hand and the black person, you clicking them in the restaurant, or what it, it represents. It says little colonist or little settler. So, you know. Petite colon? You know. Colon as in, you know, your... Petite your, colon. Yeah. The yeah. French. Petite was, colon, yeah. Mm. And it translates to a little colonist or little settler. So, I mean, mm. I the only way that I could see something was wrong was if it was white hands or black guy and he plucked them into a restaurant. I, I I just don't understand. I mean, does that seem racist to you? It does to me because when I think of colonists, I'm not thinking of the Mayflower. I'm thinking of how Europeans colonized indigenous people everywhere they went. Mm-hmm. I guess. So that's what I think of when I think of colonists. And to call him the mm-hmm. little colonist, you're going to smack him mm-hmm. away from the vehicle, like saying, get right. away from this vehicle. Get back in there, you little colonist. Right. I, it, so the whole thing just it, is like it sounds foul. So see, like all I way said, Bunny, 
when you got them a thought process in it, something's thought out, and mm-hmm. some people approved it, and some people signed right. off on it. And now everybody's acting like, you know, they don't know what the hell went on. They're coming out. Oh, for sure. Some was approved mm-hmm. all when down the line. When you develop a commercial, mm-hmm. it has a message. And they say, okay, so mm-hmm. what are we saying? What are we trying to communicate with this? So somebody mm-hmm. had to have storyboarded that to say, here's the message. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're and, right. And their message but their message was different from how other people were taking it. You know what I'm saying? You you take yeah. it one way. Uh, Papa might say something different. I might say something different. I might see something different. So, but in in its light, it's a racist remark. So, just pull the damn ad. <laughs> yeah. Well, they shouldn't have created it. But anyway, all right. I got another one for you. Y'all might have heard this one during the week, but there was a former White House butler who served 11 presidents died this week from coronavirus. This oh, brother, wow. he said, it says that he worked for 11 presidents from Dwight Eisenhower all the way to Barack Obama. He died over wow. the weekend after contracting coronavirus at the age of 91. His name was mm-hmm. Wilson Roosevelt German. Mm-hmm. And there was a photograph that they showed on the news of him, it looks like in an elevator, with uh, Mr. and Mrs. Obama, and uh, it says he began working in the White House in 1957 as a cleaner. He got a promotion to the role of butler during the Kennedy administration. Uh, His granddaughter, this is according to his granddaughter, Jamila Garrett. Um, Garrett described her grandfather as loving and genuine and that he was always about service and he was really authentic. He was a father of five, and she said he always taught taught them that there will be obstacles in your life that won't disappear, but you just keep pushing forward. Uh, the, the Bushes, former President George W. Bush and former Lady Laura Bush, paid tribute to Germain, describing him as a lovely man, and he was the, who said this? Oh, the Bushes said he was the first person we saw in the morning when we left the residence, and the last person we saw each night when we returned. So we're sorry to have lost Mr. German. German? Is it German or German? J-E-R-M-A-N. Sorry to have lost him Hmm. to coronavirus, but that man was all about service. I mean, 11 presidents? That's impressive. That's wild. Very impressive. And I'm quite sure his yeah. kids and grandkids, they are very proud of him. I'm sure they are. So yeah. shout out All to right. him. I know that's right. All right. We're going to go back to Papa Didi. Uh, let's see. What's your next hit it and quit it, Papa Didi? Uh, let's see. I'm back again. My goodness. Yeah. Here you go. Okay. Uh, an, an anonymous donor paid off $8 million in student loans. Hmm. Wow. An anonymous donor have a pool anonymous donors, not just one, a few people, have pulled together eight million to pay off uh, college loans for up to four hundred students who overcame personal hardships from the uh, homelessness and extreme poverty to become uh, first generation college students. Okay, the donors are longtime supporters of uh, the Bay Area nonprofit student raising above uh, which is uh, SRA and the money is intended to eliminate student debt for the graduates for the scholarship program. These donors are also uh, passionate about uh, tackling the uh, issue of uh, 
student debt amongst low-income individuals. On a recent Zoom call, SARCE, her name is Elizabeth Delancey, she uh, shared the news with the program alumni and read a short letter from the donors. Okay, People lend us a hand, and now we are able to extend a hand to those young people, not to change who they are, but to reveal who they aren't anymore. But it reads, so we believe that it's important to leave the world a better place than we came into it. In the end, he said, we have uh, decided to pay off all the student loans for the 400 Rising Star alumni at this date. And they were all on the Zoom at the time when this happened, so they all freaked out and went off. And That's amazing. I think their parents were more happy than they were. In addition That's to paying the portion, in, in addition to paying the, the uh, portion of the uh, tuition, SRA also purchased necessary like laptops and printers, bed sheets, winter clothes, and things like that for them. Uh, that's cool because you know money's no good unless you do something with it. Mm-hmm. Well, I agree. Uh, every student, every student who uh, SRA served in the uh, nine San Francisco Bay Area uh, counties uh, came from low to moderate income people and uh, have more than six and more than sixty percent of the people there were living below the poverty level. So the organization also uh, levied a network of over 250 partner companies to provide students with summer internships, uh, which resulted in nearly 80% of graduation uh, people getting jobs right on the spot. So they're doing their thing up there in San Francisco. It's called SRA. Mm-hmm. So it's a student raising above is what that means. So if you oh, okay. hear about it. See some of your publications, you know, support it any way you can. Bravo to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Finally, hear something positive in the world, right? Finally. Yeah, finally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feels, feels pretty good, some kind of relief. <laughs> yeah, finally, oh, some good news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Have, have plenty of damn bad news, that's for sure. Yeah. We got the abundance to hear that. Yeah. Well, I don't want to add to it, but uh, this next article, Tyson's Chicken Plant, uh, about 600 workers tested positive. Now, um, they closed this uh, chicken plant um, um, for about uh, three, no, about a month. And they reopened it, and um, still about 600 people had tested it positive. The majority didn't have symptoms and wouldn't have known they were infected if they hadn't been tested. That's what the company said. Um, the COVID tracker latest numbers by country and state. The plant has shut down for five days as a result of the COVID-19 outbreak. Um, but two of the three plants at the Tyson's um, complex were shut down for cleaning. The first plant one um, facility was closed earlier this month. So they had quite a bit of plants closing down to clean, but they still contracted apparently COVID-19. Um, outbreaks at chicken and meal processing plants are among the main uh, virus clusters around the country. Tyson said workers who test positive receive paid leave and only return to work after they meet the um, CDC and Tyson's um, criteria. Company policy requires that all those testing positive or um, feeling sick be isolated at home. So they are working hard. We are working closely with local health departments to protect our team members and their families and to help manage the spread of the virus in our communities. So, you know, they're trying to do their part. They're trying to stay afloat as a business, I guess. 
But uh, I'm still messed up over these people, all 600, said they didn't have any symptoms? Mm-mm. Until they tested them. That's crazy. But Whoa. apparently, the, to, to me, this virus is carried by animals, apparently. Because um, they claim it came from bats, but for some reason, I don't, I don't believe that. Well, you know, they so. they went back off of that, and then later said that they don't think it came from the bats, but it could have okay. been from people there in Wuhan that were eating. Mm-hmm. You know how they had those live animals there at the market? Yeah, yeah. That people were buying for food or something. I don't know. Mhm. Yeah. So it's it's, I don't know. it's animal related, and that's how we probably got it from eating it or whatever. You know, come in contact with it. So. You know, it's crazy. It is. Yep, but we're going to get through it. We're going to get through it. <laughs> yeah, we got to. Yeah. All right, well, no I choice. got one last one. Yeah, I got one last one for you. Walt Disney, the land of magic and make-believe, one of the heirs of Walt Disney is publicly expressing disgust with the company that his grandfather founded for furloughing thousands of workers while continuing to pay their executives millions of dollars with massive bonuses. Uh, The grandson's name is Brad Lund. He's the grandson of Disney. And he said in an interview with the Daily Beast that all family members will join in our dismay uh, regarding this whole situation, that these people are getting outsized payments, oversized payments, Yet they furloughed thousands of employees, you know, due to coronavirus and the parks having to be closed. So uh, Mr. Lund went on to say, I've already expressed my hope that the Disney organization will continue to give reasonable compensation and support to its many loyal employees in the spirit of the company of which my grandfather was so proud and that he hopes they'll do the right thing during these difficult times. Now, Disney came back and said that the furloughs were not a decision that they made lightly, but it was one of a myriad of decisions that they had to make uh, that were taken to help the company weather the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic. And they said there's no truth to any speculation about bonus payments and that it's premature and irresponsible to speculate about bonus compensation, especially in May. So I guess they're saying it's too early to be focusing on bonuses. But Lund is the second high-profile person connected with the Disney family to publicly slam the company over their treatment of workers. Another family member whose name is Abigail Disney, another uh, granddaughter of Walt Disney's brother, Roy Disney, responded to the news of the company furloughs in April, tweeting what the actual She slammed Disney's decision to lay off theme park employees after the company had paid dividends to their shareholders and gave executives bonuses. So somebody's lying. They're saying that these company execs are getting money on top of money, but on the other hand, employees are being laid off and furloughed. Now, Abigail, this is the granddaughter, previously called former Disney CEO Bob Iger's salary insane. Last year, check this out, last year the previous 
CEO of Disney, Bob Iger, last year his salary was $47,525,560, which is 911 times the median workers pay for Disney. Now, he stepped down in in February as CEO, replaced by Bob Chappick, but he's still Disney's chairman. So he didn't really go anywhere. He just stepped down as the CEO, but he's still a chairman. But $47 million? Oh, let me make that $47.5 million, because that was $47,525. This man pulled in $47.5 million just last year. I mean, that's a lot of money. Come on. I understand it's Disney, and y'all got all the money, you know, whatever whatever the Amazon man doesn't have, Disney has. But that's ridiculous. So, so did he y'all take a pay cut, or he just moved positions? Heck no. he ain't. I, well, I don't know about the pay cut, but he's right. no longer the CEO. Now he's a chairman. So he don't, he but, don't want to do know, the day-to-day stuff. He just want to be on top. <laughs> I guess. I guess he's tired of working. Working hard, but you know, come on. If the execs are getting all these bonuses and and all this kind of crazy money, they can pay their shareholders dividends. But you're cutting all of the people who actually keep the machine running. All those employees that are probably making minimum wage, they cut all of them, either furloughed, fired, whatever, and blame it on on coronavirus. Yeah, give me a break. I'm putting Disney on the kiss it list, just so y'all know. Get all the money. Yeah, Disney Company, y'all on the kiss it list. That's not right. Yeah, yeah. the grandson, he's, he's trying to stand up for it. But like we said before, there's some checks and balances. You should know what's going on in your operation, who's getting what, yeah. and, you know, that just doesn't make any sense unless you're that high up that you can't, that you're not looking at your books periodically. Something's not right. No, don't give them an excuse. They They know exactly what they're doing. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to take a, a commercial break, and then we're coming back with Kettle and the Cocktail of the Week. You're going to be ready, Kettle? All right, we'll be back on the other side of the break with the Cocktail of the Week. This is Red Wine, and you're listening to WPJP Block Talk Radio Pajama Party. Check out my commentary. I like to call it, I'm just saying, because sometimes I am just saying. It's just my opinion. It's what I think. Hey, you don't have to agree, but if you disagree, call us up. 914-803-4306. Hey, don't forget, next week, that's just on uh, Twitter also. And uh, apajamaparty.com, too. What's the number, Papa? 914-803-4306. I don't know how I got in this studio. Red Wine uh, came in here by himself. And me and Kettle just happened to come here and catch your skill at airtime. As you, you know, I'm trying to do my own promo, and y'all just happen to show up well, again. Can you tell me what time? Oh, 9 o'clock, Eastern time, 8 o'clock, Mountain time, 7 o'clock, Central time. No, that's wrong. And 6 o'clock, Western time. <laughs> East, West Coast time. Right, okay. right. Either way, so if you're in California, call us at 6, 6 p.m., 7 o'clock if you're hanging out in. Colorado somewhere. Seven o'clock. That's Central time. See, now we got it all. Seven, seven o'clock. If you in. Uh, okay, it's nine o'clock Eastern. Y'all do the math. Figure out where you are. Check your watch. Nine right. o'clock Eastern. Yeah. Right. Okay. Check us
9.15 CP time, right? Yep, that's right. CP time, 9.15. There you go. All right. All right, bartender. Is that it? Hey. Bartender. Hey, is that Mr. Love? Hey, come on, Mr. Love, the bartender. I was trying to jiggle my eyes and my glasses are melting. Oh, jiggle my glasses. All right, welcome back to the Pajama Party. One who's Papa D. I'm your kettle. Hello. Good one. Bonsoir, darlings. And it is now time for Kettle to do her thing and tell us about the cocktail of the week. <laughs> you sound so enthusiastic. <laughs> I am enthusiastic because I want to know what is the cocktail uh-huh. of the week. It's called the Gin Gin Mule. I picked this one especially for you, red wine. You like mules, so <laughs> the, the drink. That's um, Yeah. Well, uh, I'm quite sure you guys are still growing mint. Um, eight mint leaves, three fourth ounces of lime juice, fresh, one ounce of simple syrup, one and a half ounces of gin, or more if you like gin, um, four to five ounces of ginger beer. And uh, a mint sprig. So we're going to gather all those ingredients up. And uh, that's called the Gin Gin Meal Cocktail. So on a cocktail shaker, we're going to add the mint leaves. Um, we're going to add all our ingredients together. Um, shake it very well. Strain it in a, a rock glass. And then we're going to top with the uh, ginger beer. And, of course, the sprig of mint. So you have to have that. That's the Gin Gin Mule. And that will be on our website. Woo! The Gin Gin oh, like Mule. That. So you got to say it twice, huh? <laughs> uh-huh. Is that good? Uh, it's, right. it's a little spin off the, the regular mule, uh, mule cocktail. So. Well, that sounds delicious. Mhm. Might have to try that this weekend since we have a holiday oh. weekend. Oh, that's right. I keep forgetting. I'm losing track of my days. Yeah. We've been quarantined so long. So. I know mm-hmm. every day just seems like just another day. It does. Yeah. So, All right. Well, yeah. thank you, Kettle. We'll make sure we get welcome. it up on the website over the weekend. And the cocktail of the week is brought to you by DC Homegrown Entertainment. Be sure to check them out if you're looking for uh, information on screenwriting and videography, filmmaking, all that kind of stuff. Check out DC Homegrown Entertainment. All right, Papa Didi, you ready for what's popping? I'm ready. All right, well, we shift gears and go over to Papa Didi. What's popping, Papa Didi? I got to give me a theme song. I come on too quiet. Oh, you, you want a new theme song? Okay. Well, you need to talk to your engineer. You want a new theme song? Okay, that was it. Okay. Anyway, um, uh, I tell you what, let's talk about. Uh, there's so much to discuss, but. Um, you know, let's talk about all the people that was fired from the uh, the camp of uh, 
Donald Trump's uh, camp. You know, first of all, you broke people off the street. People weren't qualified. People weren't vetted or nothing. And everybody just came and gone. Flint, people that was criminals and everything, they were lying to the FBI and doing all these things. You know, he got rid of the FBI director. He got rid of got rid of everybody. I mean, these four years, if you look at this stuff from a helicopter view, you know, and then the guy he had, the um, the one who was the CEO of uh, ExxonMobil, uh, what was his name? Oh, gosh, what's his name? Tillerson. Tillerson, yeah. Tillerson was the only strong guy he really had. Stood tall like him. I thought they were going to make it together because Tillerson was doing his thing, you know. Mm-hmm. He had been jockeying. He was he'd been jockeying oil around the world like he was selling fish sandwiches, and he was selling oil, you know, Exxon and, and Mobil and redesigning different gas stations and everything and doing what he was doing when he was the boss of Exxon Mobil. Then Trump picked him up as the Secretary of State, and he's out there doing his thing. And then Trump said, "I don't want you to do this one." And, and then he said, well, "Who the hell do you think you're talking to? You know, I'm I'm going to visit places I've already been, you know." I'd have been out here at this place selling oil to these jokers. I'm doing you a favor because I'm in good standards and good standings. And, uh, you know, so that was the first thing that Trump did when he got rid of somebody that was really good, really powerful. Ever since he got rid of him, now everybody else, man, the secretary, treasurer, and all these jokers are wimps, you know, eating out of the palm of his hand. But, you know, God forbid what's going to happen after a while is that this all will come to pass. And I don't think Trump will have the proper people to, to support him or to carry him. You know, you got Barr and all these people, but they're off the backdrop of the other little guy who's the, you know, so it's just, it's been a mess. It's been an absolute mess. And people can't see, like foreigners can see, what's been going on with this presidency and how he just, like, has destroyed everything. And I'm not just saying it as a, as a, uh, Trump hater, but he just, everything with him is just like defending himself. He can hear somebody on Twitter. He can hear LeBron James make a comment about him in the middle of the night while he's sleeping. He'll wake up and read it and then comment back on it like he's a five-year-old. You know, nothing rolls off his back. He just just reacts to everything he hears, anything talking about him. He comments on it. You know, he just, I, I cannot explain this man. This man was like they always say about white folks, you know, the one that has the most toys wins. So I guess he felt like he had the most toys and he wasn't doing all the driving. You know, he was coming up in there with his uh, his little crony friends and all, who now half of them in jail. But they're all going to get pardoned. So, you know, it's all going to go back to base. So nobody's holding on to anything right now. So all you can do is just, uh, just continue to... Uh, Listen to his crap. And now the election's coming up. You know, we're in June already. And election's like, what, five months away? July, August, September, October, November? Five months. Five months away. And we still got to clean this up. The NBA needs to go sit down because they're trying to get teams back on the field and everything. They need to go sit down, lay down or something, and let other people that's essential get up in there instead of watching somebody dunk a damn, watch a millionaire dunk a damn football, making $35, $40 million a year. So, it's just a mess anymore. Everybody is just tripping. You, and people are showing their true colors, especially with this, you know, pandemic going on. You can really see who's showing their ass and and who who's trying to understand what's happening or try to clear it up. But uh, it's just a mess. Well, I'll leave it at that. All right. Well, thank mm-hmm. you so much. I agree with those people in his camp are blocking my class. 
It's like the changing of the guard. I can't even keep up with. I think Kellyanne Conway is the only one of the original folks. That's because he's, he's kissing his complete ass. Then he got rid of the guy who didn't want to go along with him with that medicine thing, claiming he was crazy. He just and he been on talk shows defending himself. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing crazy about me at all. I wasn't buying the bullshit. And Trump thinks he's gonna push everybody around. Then he fired him, and he ain't got no problem putting people in the street like he's playing The Apprentice show. Yeah. In the prison, you know, The Apprentice was a scripted show, but he's acting like it's reality, like it's it's reality. He thinks TV. the White House is scripted. Yeah, that's really the problem. Does. All right. That's your boy, No, that's not my boy. <laughs> I will not take ownership of that bull. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not right. taking ownership of that bull crap. All right. Well, let's take um take a break and where are we? Oh, we take a break and then we're going to lighten it up with the weird news. Yep. Okay. Uh, where am I? Oh, okay. Got it. All right, we'll be right back after this break. What's your opinion? We want to know on the late-night adult pajama party. Call us now on 914-803-4306 and tell us if you agree or disagree or if you don't care one way or the other. If you've been waiting all week to tell somebody what's on your mind, now is your chance. Dial 914-803-4306 and press 1 to speak with the Pajama Party live on the air. To listen to the show online, go to www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen banner on the top right. If you'd like to advertise your business with us, get in touch on www.apajamaparty.com. So call us now on 914-803-4306 and press 1. We will get to you as quick as we can. Now, back to the Pajama Party Live. Hi, right, welcome back to the Pajama Party. I want to hear Papa Dini from Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darlings. Bonsoir. <laughs> okay. It's time for the weird news for this week. And we got some weird ones for you. Uh, I'm going to kick it off with these melon heads. Uh, two thieves decided to forego face masks and instead wear watermelons while allegedly stealing from a store in central Virginia, police say. The suspects arrived at a Sheets convenience store in Louisa, Virginia, on May 6th wearing hollowed-out watermelons with eye holes. You got to see this picture. To believe this, Crazy. they got watermelons cut yeah, I've seen on that. their head, and then they cut the eye holes out so they can see. Crazy. Uh, the Louisa police said the suspects then stole undisclosed items from the store before fleeing in a lifted 2006 black Toyota Tacoma. So they had stolen that car. Police released photos of the suspects on Facebook asking anybody with tips to call and reference the Melonhead case. And on Saturday, police announced that they arrested the Melonheads. They did not identify the names of the two men. <laughs> but but they, they busted those Melonheads. Uh, Louisa, in case you're not sure where that city is in Virginia, 
It's about 15 miles west of Richmond, and that's mm-hmm. about 100 miles south of Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. So, shout out to the okay. Louisa police for catching the melon heads. Stay away from there. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, how desperate can you be? Yeah, too All much. Right. Too much. You're right, too much. All right, what's your weird news, Papa Didi? I got the um, South South Korean football club fined eighty one thousand three hundred after uh, uh, filling stands with uh, sex dolls. Say what? I don't know. It's crazy. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> he told us. A South Korean football team. <laughs> now, South Korea. Now that's the that's the you know. Where people are free. (laughs) Obviously. South Korea football team, uh, FC Seoul, has said it's been handling a, uh, it's been handed a $100 million uh, KRW, which is $81,300 fine, after being accused of placing sex dolls in his stands to add to the atmosphere during a, a closed match. Hmm. So they had them out there like they had an audience? Yeah, pretty much. And they were holding signs up and things like that. Spring events around the globe have been... (laughs) Now, let's let's get into the music story here. It says, uh, sporting events around the globe have been halted because of uh, corona, but uh, South Carolina's K-League is the one competition that has pushed ahead with matches without spectators. But FC Seoul sparked controversy on Sunday during a home game against uh, Guana in South Korea, top football championship, with the club being accused of using sex dolls to fill their stands. Now, these are real women. I guess I don't know if they're ladies of the evening or prostitutes or whatever, but they call them sex dolls. No, they're actual sex dolls. What do you mean? They bought sex dolls from somewhere. Yeah, but they're holding the signs up in the air. Yeah. Human no, beings the, here. The prob- yeah, the human beings, but the sex dolls are plastic dolls. <laughs> no, those are not human beings. So how do they get right. them to hold the signs in They the probably air? just stuck it in their hands like you would a mannequin. <laughs> they put the uh-huh. signs in their hands, and they have sex dolls dressed in holding signs. All right, well, they pulled my ass. Anyway. They do look kind of human. Fans criticized the club online and said that uh, it has blown the chances to show off the uh, K-League to the international audience. However, others say that the whole incident had been blown out of proportion. Because all they were trying to do was just act like it was people in the audience. So I guess, you know, these were blow-up dolls and, uh, of all kinds, and they had plenty of them. The stadium was full of... Uh, but they were separated. They, they, were seating, they, were, they had their distance seating going on. So they were socially distanced mm-hmm. sex dolls with signs. And like I said, some of the some of the figures are showing holding signs of the company that made the uh, made the sex dolls. They're advertising themselves. Oh, see, now that's the problem. Well, some some of the signs advertise the uh, actual teams and the league and everything else. So it was just crazy. That was probably what what made people angry. They out there holding up signs saying. This is where you can get some sex dolls that look just as real as we do. Okay. That's right. 
So oh, I'm boy. still trying to understand why why were they fine? Because <laughs> there wasn't real people out there. What I mean, what? For using that dolls. I don't know. I guess it's a protocol okay. thing. Because they're, they're technically they're sex toys. So I guess that was the issue. You got sex toys out here in the stands. Holy uh, sign. That's the only thing I can think of. <clears throat> okay. Interesting. Okay. That's All why right. it's the well, weird news. What can we say? <laughs> I got this last one. Oh, okay. Peacock. A peacock, oh boy, that's, that's weird already. <laughs> On the prowl for for decoy. This is in Boston. Boston police officers used an electronic mating call Monday to help capture a peacock that had escaped from a nearby zoo. An officer lured the curious peacock that had escaped from Franklin Park Zoo into a fenced-in yard while playing a mating call on his cell phone. The officer uh on patrol in the Roxbury area were approached by a concerned citizen uh, who reported that the bird named Snowbank had escaped from the zoo. <laughs> Wait a minute. Boston police said in a statement. Additional officers arrived at the scene and were met by an extremely large, slightly intimidating, and quite beautiful male peacock. One of the officers began to look up a peacock mating call on a cell phone. Uh, when he played it, the six-year-old bird was lured into the secure area and remained there until Boston um, Animal Control and zoo officials arrived. The peacock snowbank was then returned to the zoo and is, and is um, reported to be doing well. Normally, peacocks at the zoo are um, free-roaming, but officials believe it's possible that snowbank was on a mission when um, he made his escape, it is uh, currently mating season, and it's possible he ventured oh. out looking for love in search of. He a, was looking he, for love. Yeah, they called um, uh. called peahen. It's a female peacock. It's a peahen. Didn't oh. know that. A peahen. Oh, okay. Yeah, interesting. Okay, and the peacocks are males. Okay, didn't know. Didn't know oh, that yeah. either. But that's yeah, messed up that they lured him with a fake mating call. And that peacock yeah. was like, oh, she's here. Where is she? <laughs> and he's looking for her, and it was fake. Oh, I know that peacock wanted to peck somebody's eyes down. <laughs> Who knows? He might escape again. We might hear about him next week escape it again. He said, y'all going to hit me again. <laughs> that's oh, really man. messed up. Well, I have to say I did learn something new. Peacock, uh, 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 but a peacock uh, is a male, and the peahen is a is a female. Didn't know. Oh well. Yeah, but All can right. you tell by looking at them? That's the question. That's a good question. I don't know. Mm. I don't know the distinction. Yep. Well, if you do that mating call, whichever one runs, that's how you know. So there you go. All right. Well, that wraps up the weird news for this week. Boy, was it a weird <laughs> one, too. It was. <laughs> the sex dolls to the, to the peacocks and the uh, watermelon heads. <laughs> the watermelon head thieves, I tell you. All right, uh, we're going to uh, take, uh, take a CC break, and then we're coming back with me, and I'm just saying. 
on the Pajama Party Show. Be right back. So I was looking over the Cocktail of the Week archives, and we've had so many really great drinks over the past year and a half. We've had our original signature drink called the Pajama Party and a Game Changer, and of course we have the last word. I like the Revolution. It was Hennessy, lemon and lime juice, agave juice, and bitters with jalapeno slices. Ooh-wee! I like that Crown Royal Flush with the Crown Royal Peach Stops and Cranberry Juice. Oh, yeah. And one of my favorites huh, was the, uh, wait a minute, what's it called? The Dutch Mule, yeah, the Dutch Mule with the kettle orange vodka, lime juice, and ginger beer. There are so many to choose from on the abajamaparty.com website. So check out the Cocktail of the Week archives to get the recipes. And you can find out how to make the Cocktail of the Week and sip along with us. Are there instructions there, too? Sure they are. Along with pictures of the drink so you know exactly what it's supposed to look like. So what's that y'all got in your glass? This is a boomerang. Uh, well, I got a kinky read over here. And I got the aviator. Get the recipes at www.apajamaparty.com and click on Cocktail of the Week. Cheers! All right, welcome back to the Pajama Party. I'm one of your hosts, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red One. Bonsoir, darling. Mm-hmm. Can I get an intro? Okay, uh, we got uh, Red One uh, coming up to do her thing. Uh, it's called, uh, I'm just saying, uh, and we have to give her a theme song. Oh, boy. <laughs> Okay, thank you. Okay. Great. Thank you so much, Papa Didi. All right, I'm just saying. Tonight, I'm just saying, here we go again. Here we go again. Okay, so the FBI is launching their own investigation into the fatal police shooting of 26-year-old Breonna Taylor. And why? Because people are screaming for justice, and they're calling for an independent inquiry. So now the FBI is involved, and they're saying they're going to collect all the available facts and evidence, and they're going to ensure that the investigation is conducted in a fair and thorough and impartial manner. Okay, we'll see. But I'm just saying, here we go again. It feels like we're in the twilight zone or something. Why do these black folks keep getting shot for no reason in their own home? She wasn't running. She wasn't doing anything. She was in her house with her boyfriend, and they came in, and now she's gone. So if you're not familiar with this case, this happened in Louisville, Kentucky. Breonna Taylor died on March 13th after police entered her home right before around 1 o'clock in the morning as part of a narcotics investigation. Now, they said her name and address was listed on the search warrant, But when they went to search the house, they didn't find any drugs anywhere, nowhere. So she died for nothing. Now, Brianna was there with her boyfriend. Neither one of them had any idea of what was going on. The boyfriend thought it was a home invasion. So apparently the police weren't clear on the fact that they were with the police. That's the only way I can understand it, because otherwise, why would you think it was a home invasion? If the police clearly identified themselves. 
So the police came in, and her boyfriend, Mr. Walker, shot the policeman trying to protect Brianna. Because he's like, these guys come busting in the house. They got guns drawn. It's probably a lot of confusion. So he's trying to defend and protect his girlfriend. He ended up shooting, not killing, but shooting a cop. And once again, like I said, it wasn't clear why the police were there or what was happening. So next thing you know, shots are being fired. And I'm just saying, here we go again. It's like we're listening to a broken record with this stuff. It turns out the only thing that matched was the last name, her last name of Taylor. That's the only thing that matched what the police were looking for. But it was the wrong person. And now this beautiful sister is dead for nothing. And these clowns are trying to figure out whether the three cops involved in the shooting should be charged. Really? Y'all trying to figure out if they should be charged? They murdered a woman in her house. I just hope that this independent FBI investigation brings out all the truth and that those trigger-happy cops that killed Brianna unnecessarily are punished. And then they got the nerve to want to charge Mr. Walker with attempted murder. He didn't kill anybody. He shot one of the cops, but the guy didn't die. They killed Brianna. But they're trying to figure out, uh, or not figure out, they have already uh, put charges on Mr. Walker for attempted murder. Where's the justice? That's why I'm saying, here we go again. I just wish that we could all get off of this crazy ride that we seem to be on. It's like being on a merry-go-round, or what's that big thing? The Ferris wheel. It's like being on a Ferris wheel that you can't get off of. So, this is Red Wine, and I'm just saying... Say her name, Brianna Taylor. Say her name, Brianna Taylor. That's all I got. Wow, that was a good one, Red Wine. Man. Like you said, here we go again. Get tired of it's, the it's same like crap. It's like one of those, those revolving doors. It's like you think you're going outside, you push the door, and then you end up, you're right back in the same building again. Yep, there you go. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yep. Say it. Mm-hmm. It is. Well, in, I know. I, just, I feel so bad, you know, for all these situations like that. They were in their mind and their own business, and now that sister is dead. And her boyfriend is being charged for attempted murder. Man, get the freak out of here. Anyway, all right, Papa Didi, you're on deck next for uh, living for the city. Mm-hmm. Do we need to take a CC break or? Yeah, we can take a break. I wanna. Okay, so you can collect your thoughts. I wanna do, yeah. All right, we'll do that, and we'll be right back with Papa Didi and living for the city. Hi, this is Papa Didi. If you haven't heard of the Pajama Party, you're missing out. We got hot topics, hidden quitter headlines, what's popping with me, weird news, I'm just saying with red wine, living for the city again with me, the Hollywood wrap up the kettle, the cocktail of the week, the world's famous kiss at list, and of course, the last word. We serve up each week on the Pajama Party Show. And nobody does it like us. You can call us each week live on Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time at 914-803-4306 or listen at 
AinPajamaParty.com. And also follow us on Twitter at AinPajamaParty. Welcome back to a John Party. One of your hosts, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. It's now time for Papa Didi and living for the city. You living for the city tonight, Papa? Yeah, we're going to round off our evening with that. Uh, you know, I just think that uh, when you look at this whole thing with the uh, corona situation, it kind of shut down everything, you know. The same way, like I said before, that Martin Luther King used to be able to shut stuff down. That's why they killed him, because he had the ability to boycott and do it successfully. Now, I um, I sit back and I look at different, uh, like you said, the story with the young lady that got killed. And, you know, when you got four or five cops together and they do a real all shit, you know, because, you know, all it takes is one all shit to fuck up 25 data boys, you know. So they ain't doing all shit, you know, they, they're sitting there looking crazy. And, um, what, and then they want to get their story together because now everybody's worried about their job. They don't worry about your life or how they inconvenient you or the impact of how you're going to be psychologically fucked up for the rest of your life because somebody had tore open your door. If you're in your house relaxing, you know, your house seems to be the safest place that you can really hang out in, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden your front door gets busted down. They got that big log thing. And they they brush it down, and uh, all of a sudden, you know, you're sitting there violating like crazy. I mean, if you're a drug dealer, then so be it. You know, you gotta learn a little lesson and leave that stuff alone. Because, uh, but after you get traumatized by these jokers, now they make up this story. The press does something different, and all of a sudden, you gotta, you know, justify what happened. You gotta relive it. And then the people that you looked in their face and saw how illegal they were, they're walking at the end of the trial because they got off. I mean, I've just seen in my life, you know, white folks just swear they're doing so well when it comes to them beating the system. Or they come in making 85000 you've been making, you know, 75 in the same place. And it's just it's, it's a mess. I can't even explain it how through the years, People thought they'd get over because they know people and they know this and they know that. But it don't take all that in life, you know. It really don't. Take all that stuff. So it's just, you know, I don't understand. I don't understand. Everything is just so raveled. And, and people are still trying to get white privilege and stay ahead of something or get ahead of the game. But for what? All we do in this world is live and fucking die. Ain't nobody doing nothing special. Ain't nobody doing nothing special. You can live a good quality life or you can just, you know, live in a, you know, behind the, the you know, I need for bridge, wherever, wherever your situation is. But you can be comfortable being homeless, you know. And, you know, everybody's just, it's, it's a mess anymore. And then the corona thing just put all on blast because nobody's doing better than anybody else right now. As long as everybody's on on the poverty level, can't spend no money, can't do nothing, can't go nowhere, then you know, ain't nobody proving shit to nobody. You know, so we just have to see what's up with this. And the football players, they acting like it's non-existent. They're trying to go in their camp and do anything, you know. And, but just stay tuned on what's going on. Just just be careful out there. And, uh, wear your mask. You go walk around without your mask, but hanging around your neck, 
When you walk up to somebody, just pull that motherfucker up. Like, yo, I don't know you. You don't know me, motherfucker, you know. And just play it off considerably, you know. Just do what you got to do and play it off. But uh, but it's, it's separating a lot of people, you know. I mean, I'm glad to get the mask because people ain't got a damn it deal with it. I don't have to anymore. Oh, uh, true. That's just the way it is. So God bless us. Be careful. Take it easy, you know. All right. Thank you so much. And I'm with you. I don't have a problem wearing my mask. Not at all. If I walk out the door, I'm going to have my mask over my nose and mouth. And anybody who has a problem with it, I don't care. Sometimes I pull over and let it cover my mouth so I can breathe and let them leave my nose open. But since I walk up to people do some talking, I I just lift that joker up and, uh, you know, hide behind it or talking behind it. You know, and everybody now is being hidden, so nobody really could be flamboyant. You know, people thought they were sexy and all out there and shit and flaunting their shit. You ain't flaunting shit. Your hair is overdue. You need to get a. You need to go to beauty salon. Your weave has got all kind of fucking new growth. So you know, it's revealing people also. You know, people ain't natural. They they looking crazy. You know, I saw a lady on ESPN, one a commentator on a show called The Jump. You could see this lady's gray hair coming in vicious where she ain't nowhere near a fucking hairdresser. It was just crazy. I'm like, damn. She was only all cute and up to date, but boy, she was looking rough as hell. Yeah. She was looking rough. Should have put a damn scarf or something on her, you know. It's called the reality. Yeah, that that new growth was coming in like crazy, boy, and she had always been there, but now people are seeing for what it is, so mm-hmm. scary. Can't hide it now. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Papa Didi. Uh, let's mm-hmm. see. Next up on deck, we got Kettle with the Hollywood wrap-up. Uh, Kettle, you ready to jump in, or do we need to take a, a commercial break? Sure, we can take a CC. I had a feeling you were going to say that. <laughs> it's all right. Look, I'm going to mess you up. Be like, look, I'm ready. It doesn't matter to me. Okay. Well, no, we'll do that. We'll take a quick break. And then we're coming back with Kettle and the Hollywood Wrap-Up on the Pajama Party Show. You're in the right place at the right time. It's the Pajama Party. www.apajamaparty.com Produced by DC Homegrown Entertainment. Don't just sit there yelling at the air. You've got an opinion? We want to hear it too. Dial 914-803-4306. That's 914-803-4306. 4306. Don't let us have all the fun by ourselves. We've got room for you at the pajama party. And remember, it's PJs only. No clothes allowed. Operators are standing by. Well, they're lounging on pillows, but they're waiting for your calls. So call us now. 914-803-4306. Now back to the crew and more of the pajama party. Oh, you want to throw pillows? Welcome back to the John Party Wayne Hill Top of the Year. Hello. In Red Mine. Bonsoir, darling. It's time for Kettle's Hollywood wrap up. We're about to get into it. Kettle, what's going on on the West Coast? What you got for us? On the West Coast. You guys ready for this? I'm ready. Are you, Hit me. Are you ready? 
Are you ready to get your mind right and prepare for the battle of your life? Superstar, stand-up, blockbuster actor, celebrity powerhouse, Kevin Hart is about to add one more significant title to his already impressive resume, Your Life Coach. <laughs> he has a new book. Um, it's a Audible original. The Decision It's called The Decision by Kevin Hart. It's um, overcoming today's BS for tomorrow's success. That's what he says on the book. I was like, okay, that's a good one. Um, he's he's been all over, uh, you know, on TV and on radio and everything today, promoting his book. So check it out. Call it the decision. Also, um, okay. if you guys follow the Masked Singer, we have a winner, um, the Night Queen. Um, she took her crown off, and that was Candy Burris. You know, Candy Burris of the Housewives of Atlanta. She also was on the Big Brother series. And um, also, she came from the singing group Escape, also. So, Candy Burris, she was the Night Queen. She won the Mass Singer Trophy. So, if you guys follow. Oh, uh, did, okay. Did you figure that out, Red Wine, or you, you were still guessing? I was still guessing. I don't know her voice, <laughs> so I didn't know who it was. Really? Let's make Oh. Yeah, I don't know okay. Candy Burris' voice. I remember Extreme. I mean, ex, ex, what's the name of that group? Escape. Not Extreme. Escape. Escape. I remember mm-hmm. the music of Escape, but I don't, like, I could not single out Candy Burris' right. voice. So right. I didn't get so, it. So I guess you didn't follow the Housewives of Atlanta also. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, she was uh, named Queen. She was the first female um, of the Mass Singer. Matter of fact, interesting. The also, first female. Um, oh, the first female winner. Yeah. Uh huh. First female winner. Oh. Okay. Mhm. Also, Grammy Award-winning gospel singer and actor um, Tamala Mann and her daughter. Um, they have joined the team of Weight Watchers. They are ambassadors of Weight Watchers. I know Oprah's singing right now, I'm quite sure. <laughs> you got some more okay. uh, some more students. So I, I was like, that's what you're losing that weight at. I ain't okay. at it. Um, I haven't seen her also, lately. Has she been dropping weight? Yes, she has. Yes, she has. So, Also, um, Lori Laughlin and her hubby. They entered a plea uh, uh, agree, agreement, uh, a plea deal. They're trying to do a plea deal, um, but they were going to be charged uh, with one count of conspiracy to commit wire fraud, and the hubby um, on one count of um, conspiracy to commit wire fraud and mail fraud. Um, they also, over 24 parents, have pleaded guilty to this, um, you know, to the charges, same charges of the um, college scam. Um, and the plea agreement, if it goes through, Lori, she's going to do only two months in jail. And um, she has to pay $150,000 in fines, two years probation, and 100 hours of community service. And the hubby, he may have to serve five months in jail, $200,000 in fines, um, five-year probation, and 250 hours of community service. I'm not sure why the husband has to do more than her, but... You know, um, not sure. Maybe he, he just must have been the brains. He must have been the brains Maybe. of the operation. Maybe so. Yeah. All right. 
my girl, Mary J. Blige, is in two new movies. One is called, it's a cop movie. It's called The um, Body Cam. Um, it's a group of L.A. cops get involved in covering up a murder of an African-American youth and two white cops. Hmm. Does that sound familiar? Um, uh, P. Diddy, he helped produce this. And your girl, Aniki Noni Rose, is in this also. This is called The Body Cam. Oh, okay. Of course, you know, my girl going to have some original music in, in the movie also. Of also, course. another movie that comes out on December 25th, 2020, is um, about the Queen of Soul. It's called Respect, starring Jennifer Hudson. She's going to play Aretha, of course. Forrest Whitaker is going to play her dad, C.L. Franklin. Um, check this out. Marlon Wayans is in this. Uh, also, Heather really? Hadley. Yep, Mary J. She's going to play um, Dinah Washington. And Queen Latifah. She's going to play Mahalia Jackson. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. Yep. Comes out December twenty fifth, twenty twenty. Hopefully we can we'll we'll be able to go to movies by then. I'm sorry. Heather Hadley. What is she playing? What part is she playing? What did Uh, it say? No, it didn't say. She's good. Yeah, she is. Probably somebody who's going to sing. Yeah, but she she plays on. Um, she's a boss on the show uh, Chicago Med. She's oh, a boss really? overseeing the medical administrative department. Yeah, she's very good in that movie. Okay. So when, I didn't know that. when they dress her up. Yeah, she's very. And she's good. made the transition into just. Acting. Oh yeah, and she got the look and everything, I and see. Very, she, they featured her at okay. one time going to South Custody with her with her husband on one episode, and she did well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So those are the two uh, movies my girl is playing in this year. Gonna keep her busy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And that's my Hollywood wrap up. That's it. All right. Well, thank you. That was a good one. All, All right. Welcome. Yep. Sure. Yep, yep, yep. I can't wait to see Respect. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, that is going to be good. Mm-hmm. All right, we're down to the kiss it list, Papa Didi. Can you uh, tell the good folks? Moving along, huh? Yeah, we're moving on along. Keep the train moving. <laughs> All right. Can you tell the, tell the good people what what is the world-famous pajama party kiss it list? This will put you on blast when you showed your butt, honey. Last week, like your boy Trump do all the time. Mm. Yeah, that's what we do. On a special list and uh, send you off in the hemisphere. All right. Well, I can start it out with the contenders from my list. I've got Volkswagen for that racist ad that they put together. Mm-hmm. They just got done paying fines for... for um, yeah, that emission scam. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a huge scam. They said, yeah, our cars don't burn no gas. We aye, we aye. Mm-hmm. They had some kind of filters on their cars. Yeah, they were running game. Uh, also, I've got United Airlines for allowing those NFL players to be sexually harassed mm-hmm. on that flight for all that time before they finally did something about it. Yeah, they thought the men were back there enjoying it. 
Yeah, I mean, if they kept saying, look, can you do something? Doesn't that tell you that we're not enjoying this? Uh, Also, I've got the Disney Company, Walt Disney Company, for paying all your executives ridiculous buttloads of money, where at the same time you've fired and furloughed your employees that are, like, making minimum kind of money, minimum wage money, talking about this was your response to keeping the company afloat with COVID, but you still can afford to give bonuses to all of your top brass. That's not right. That's just not right. Greedy. Greedy, greedy, greedy. Uh, Let's see. Who else do we have? Kettle, you have anybody? Nope. Not all fans. Nope. 45 and Bobby Fidel. Right. There you go. <laughs> oh, we definitely got to say Trump for this whole thing about you taking hydrochloroquine. hydrochloroquine. Yeah, I've been taking it all week. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've been taking it all week. Yeah, sure you have. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm with you, Kettle. I think he's got some, some back backwood, backdoor stock or something in the pharmaceutical sure. company that makes it. Because he's been pushing yeah, that stuff hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's right. He has. Every time he opens his mouth, he's probably making money. Yeah. They always say follow the money. I think mm-hmm. if you follow that trail, you'll find that he's got some stock somewhere. Right. Probably one of his oh, companies. Um, uh-huh. Go ahead. I was going to say, um, going back to, um, he asked me who uh, Heather Hadley was going to play. Is Clara May Ward. Um, she was associated oh, with uh, Risa, Risa Franklin, Mahalia Jackson, um, James Cleveland. Yeah. So. Yeah, Clara Ward. Was, uh, mm-hmm. I think Clara Ward was the founder of the Ward Singers. That was one of yeah. those like very well-known gospel groups from back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. In the forties okay. and fifties, right. famous war singers. Yep, yep. Yeah, she's very accomplished now as an actress. Oh, okay. Uh, Heather mm-hmm. Hadley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's All made right. the transition. She's very good. She's got that mean little look on her face, a dedicated look. Because, like I said, she plays the boss of the medical, the medical operations, bills and mm-hmm. everything. And you're making about you know who gets what and whatnot. Something gets built, whatever you know. Hmm. All right, go ahead. She's always she's the boss of the other girl. Who's that lady mm-hmm. name? I can't pronounce her name. Ikapata. Oh, Esapatha Murkison. Yeah, lady oh, okay. name. <laughs> Ikapapa Passa Nanasa. Yeah. Uh uh-uh. Okay. What's her okay. name? Okay. Right. I just said S S period Apatha Murkison. Yeah, that's she's her boss on the show. And they're always battling. All right. Well, if there's nobody else to add to the... Oh, let me... I forgot to add the watermelon bandit. Mm. The guys that put watermelons on their heads and cut eye holes out and use that as a mask. We knew they they would probably think they're black folks cutting watermelon. Yeah, y'all stupid as hell. Y'all don't want to kiss it. Did they clean the damn watermelon out? It said they hold it out. Now, I don't know how much they hold it out, but... This, that's just sticky. Fucking red juice dripping down their face. Yeah. Sticky as oh, all get out. Anyway, we have something for everybody on this week's Kiss It List. And here Kiss it. my in high ass. 
my ass. You can just All right, welcome back to John Party. One of the hosts, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kevin. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darlings. Well, that about does it for us. We're down to the last word. We're going to wrap it up and get ready to kick off this Memorial Day weekend. So, uh, what's your last word, Papa Didi? My last word is uh, two things. Uh, wear your mask, you know much as you can around people that you don't know especially, you know, or don't have been affiliated with or passing in the street or whatever. And also change your mask. Don't wear that mask 15 goddamn times now, okay? <laughs> Once you start getting boogies, boogies and shit and all kind of shit from your nose all up on it. If you open up the mask and look down and you see a brown spot like your butthole or something been in the motherfucker oh, instead of your nose. <laughs> I hope they're going to change it. <laughs> Woo! If it's cloth, wash it. Okay. If it's a regular blue type medical one, throw it away. Those are disposables. You can't wash them, but, you know, you don't want to get germs from your dad. You don't want corona to kill you. You don't want your corona to kill you. <laughs> How about that? So just Woo. wear the mask for a while. If it's the cloth mask, throw it in the washing machine. If it's a disposable mask, throw in the trash at the wall. When you put that mask on and you smell some shit, it's time to do some shit. Okay? That's all I'm saying. Okay. Uh, my last word is uh, just thanks to everybody for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, shout out to the West Coast crew. Uh, shout out to the crew of Pump. If you have not checked out Pump yet, you need to go to urbanflixtv.com and watch a new comedy series called Pump. It will have you cracking up, take your mind off of Corona for a while. So you can binge watch the first season. It's six episodes. Go check it out. You can watch the, uh, it's a new streaming platform. You can watch it free for seven days. So won't cost you nothing. So go check that out. Uh, that's my last word. Over to you, Kettle. What's your last word? Um, I was trying to find the article about the Army folks not getting their benefits. Um, sometimes I just don't understand this country. These people have gone out here and fought for us to be free. And now all of a sudden you're saying they can't get their benefits. I just I just don't believe it in this day and time. Um, yeah. You know, it's almost like the Vietnam War. They came back and, I mean, people to this day in front of the White House still protest and trying to get their proper benefits. Um, somebody needs to wake up and uh, 
and what area they need to wake up in. I'm not sure who handles all of that, but, um, you know, uh, they they fighting for us. So I'm just glad to be in America. I kiss the ground that I walk on, and I thank them for protecting us. So get those people their benefits. That's what I say. That's my last word. I agree. They got more. They got more hype for a college graduate than they do a student, than a, a veteran. Than a veteran, and it's so sad. Yeah, it shouldn't yeah. be like that. Mm-mm. Nope. 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 Yep. All right. Yeah. Well, we're done. We're gonna stick a fork in this one. We will update <laughs> the website over the weekend. Everybody be safe if you're going to do anything for the Memorial Day weekend, cookouts, picnics, yeah, all that kind yeah. of stuff. Just remember yeah. we're still under a pandemic. Even if the sun is shining, doesn't mean corona is not flying. So be I'm careful. Of it. Yeah. Oh, well. Going out to Ocean City, Virginia Beach, whatever you're doing. Yeah. Because we know you need that sun. You need that color. Gotta can't watch help yourself. You can't help yourself. So just be careful. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's say mm-hmm. good night and let's get on up out of here. Say good night, Papa Didi. Good night. Change that dirty ass mask. <laughs> say good night, Kettle. <laughs> good night. And both uh, army folks with benefits. <laughs> yes. And this is Red Wine saying bonsoir until next Friday night. We'll do it again, 9 p.m. Eastern. Thanks for hanging out with us. Peace. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bet you farewell, arrivederci, sayonara, and all that sort of shit. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Gabi Ko, Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show. And good night.